When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, what's up? Welcome back to In Bloom Podcast. Welcome if you're new. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast. So glad you're joining today to listen. This is my third take at recording this. Well, not recording the whole thing, but I've recorded twice now for like five minutes. And the first time I didn't realize I hadn't changed my um, setting for my microphone to like be my microphone as my sound input. And so it was recording from my computer and it like sounded horrible, but I'm glad I noticed it. And then the second time I fixed it and I was like, okay, now it's set on the mic and I was recording, but I don't know if I like pressed mute or something on the mic, but I had to stop it for a second because I forgot to put my computer on do not disturb. So I was like seven minutes into it and I was like, oh, let me put my computer on do not disturb so it doesn't go off. And then I like went to like check and like make sure everything was good, which thank God I did. And it was just silence playing. And I was like, wait, what? I just recorded seven minutes of silence. So third time's a charm. Here we go. Here we go. Um, What's up? I hope everyone's doing well. I am excited for this week's episode because I'm going to be sharing some tips, not even, no, tips, not the word. I am sharing some prompts for you all. For journaling, thinking, meditating on whatever you want to call it for yourself and however you're going to take this and run with it, just prompts for starting your day on the right foot and having a better day mentally and emotionally. I really wanted to do something like this because people always ask me what I use to journal or how I journal and blah, blah, blah. And I came up with all of these on my own based on my own like thoughts and experience with what I think is best for me to dwell on at the beginning of the day and the best way for me to start my day personally. Like these may not be the type of prompts that you like to do, but these are like what I like for a day-to-day thing. Like there's definitely like journal prompts where it's like you're building on them every day and they focus on a specific theme, but this is much more applicable to just like everyday life. Like you could wake up and do this every single day and it could be kind of like a five minute journal, how it's like the same thing every single day and you're just like filling it out. Um, but it's asking you the same thing every day. Like you can ask these specific prompts to yourself every day and only use them and you'll have it for every day. And I wanted to do this because I'm trying to re-inspire myself to get back into a journaling era. I really like journaling because I like having it to look back on. And I also just really think I feel a lot more mentally present when I journal and I need to be better about doing things that reinforce that. But at the same time, I'm the type of person that doesn't like journal consistently. And like, honestly, I'm okay with it. I've accepted it that I'm not going to be someone that journals every single day of the year and is super consistent with it because everything in life we go through in, you know, waves, you know, like we will do something for a while and then we won't and you'll just go on, on and off with it. Journaling is kind of like working out for me though, in the sense that I know that it's good for me and I know that I should do it, but I don't, I still choose not to. And I hate that and I want to be better about like actually just consciously choosing to do it like I do with working out because I do it for the benefit and not so much of thinking of it as a chore. And for me personally, I've always just used like my five minute journal and I've gone through little phases of like picking out prompts that I see on Instagram and Pinterest and then 
do it following those prompts and stuff but that that was great when I was in college and I had more free time but I just don't have that free time to do that now so I really like things to be basically prepared for me already and me me just going in and like filling in the blanks really quickly and I feel like for I really want to get into my journaling era because we're kind of entering in the fall here pretty soon and that's so crazy to think about and it's really exciting at the same time but I am just really excited because I want to get back into journaling and I feel like fall is a time of year that like the perfect time of year to do it but it's also just the time of year that I always tend to fall back into it and I also tend to be in like my journaling era in the start of a new year so um with it being close to fall I was like let's just do this episode to get us inspired for fall and I just think this will be good because it'll be helpful for any of you who feel like you need something to help you just lift your mood and your spirits when you're you know starting out your day and just kind of like get yourself mentally and emotionally on track to just be prepared for the day and just start your day off intentionally um to put your emotions and your mental health first so i hope you'll enjoy this episode but before we get into it let's get to the quote goal and gratitude for this week so my quote for this week is from instagram and i shared it on my instagram story this week Um, but I just have to share it on my podcast too, because it's just so good. And I feel like it's just really relevant for me, especially just like right now I'm with the type of person I am. It's from Dr. Rebecca Ray on Instagram. And it says, maybe you could have done better. Maybe you could have known better, but what of it? Lessons are only useful for the steps we are yet to take. Forgive yourself and walk on. And I just really love this because I'm somebody who has the hardest time forgiving themselves. Anytime I make a mistake or screw up or just do something wrong, I don't do well with it because I'm a perfectionist and it like drives me nuts to know that like I messed up and it's not so much like admitting that I messed up I don't really mind that I used to be someone who like hated to admit it and also hated doing it which is just like a toxic combination and I'm aware of that but now I feel like I can absolutely admit it but my issue is I let it eat me alive like even after I've admitted it and even after I like tell myself like it's okay and I try to talk myself down out of it I still just let it eat me alive no matter what it is it could be like anything in any area of life if I make any mistake like friendship work you know relationship whatever I it's gonna eat me alive if I like screw up somehow or you know let somebody down or disappoint somebody anything like that And I just really love this because it's such a eye-opening and refreshing perspective for self-forgiveness and like showing yourself grace. And there's just so many things in life that I feel like, you know, I'm always telling myself that, you know, like you you could have done better, like you should have known better. And I'll sit there and I'll beat myself up and tell myself those things. But like, that's not productive. Like that's not getting, that's not getting me anywhere. That's just literally me not forgiving myself and me pulling myself down and I love thinking of it as you know you know what like I would have had to learn this lesson eventually one way or another so yeah maybe I could have done better maybe I could have known better but it doesn't even matter because a lesson only serves its purpose you know like for what you are doing going forward not like what you can change going back so I really love that because it's like yeah I screwed up but guess what I learned a lesson and now I can take it with me and not have to, you know, make this mistake again because I learned this lesson and I'm taking it with me forward. So I just really, really like that quote. And my goal for this week is to just manage my emotions better, kind of on theme with the episode with journaling and 
just staying in touch with my mental health and emotions and it's my time of the month so I just feel like my emotions have been all out of control and I feel like I've been mentally and emotionally just very flustered and all over the place like I've just been very like spaced almost mentally and emotionally and also just I don't know I have the hardest time the week before my period and the week of my period with keeping my emotions like under control I feel like I'm just like a ticking time bomb like waiting to explode because everything just feels amplified and it's really really hard to cope with when I don't I feel like my outlets aren't enough for me sometimes um, when it's the week of my period and like the week before because I use like working out as my outlet really and I'll do that but it's like it's almost just not enough for this time of the month for me because I mean it's not because it's two weeks out of the month really but it's so hard because you know like something stresses me out it feels more like severe anxiety than stress or if something makes me feel sad I feel more like depressed feelings rather than sad feelings this time of the month and it's just really hard to deal with everything being so amplified because it just makes me feel really just on edge like all the time and I hate it so this week I mean hopefully it'll be better just from coming out of like my time of the month anyways but I just want to be better about like consciously choosing to um, manage my emotions better and that's just something I really want to do because I feel like I let my emotions get the best of me a lot of the time and I'm just like tired of letting them have so much power over my day and like my moods and I don't even want to say like manage my emotions it's just like more so managing my mood because I want to like let my let myself feel my emotions so I don't want to like necessarily manage them I just want to manage my mood based on how I'm letting my emotions affect me and like how I'm reacting to them because I want to let myself feel them, but how I react to them is what creates my mood. And I just want to be more, I guess, aware of how I'm reacting to the way things are making me feel and how I'm reacting to my emotions so that I can maintain an overall better mood, if that makes sense. Because I've just been in sour, sour moods, like all week, not all week long, but like, I had a fabulous weekend last weekend, like going to the weekend concert, best, best thing ever. Um, and it was such a fun weekend with our friends and it was seriously just, I was like on a high basically, but then I had like this really, really steep, sharp come down when we got back to Houston and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm about to be into busy season and I have to go to work tomorrow. And like, it just, you know, that really bad, like scary feeling, but it was just, amplified because of my period and amplified because I realized busy season's like basically here and amplified because I am just feeling more anxiety about it because I'm not like brand new so I don't have the excuse of being brand new if I don't know how to do something and also just the anxiety of like having people under me now and you know like being responsible for them in a way too or not even for them but just for helping them so there's just a lot of like factors at play there and then also the anxiety of just like knowing that I'm moving soon is so stressful um so lots of anxiety but I'm not going to talk about all of that because I know I talk about it every single week but yeah I just want to be better with managing my mood swings and just telling myself you know like hey you can feel these emotions but this doesn't have to define your entire day because that's like how it felt every single day this week like I'd have one thing come up that I wasn't expecting that like sent me on a emotional spiral and like I let my entire day be ruined by it or I let my entire mood for my evening be ruined by it and it's like you know I could have enjoyed my evening but instead I like sulked and 
you know, doom scroll on my phone because I was in such a foul mood that like I couldn't get myself to do anything else. And it's like, I could have done something with that time that made me feel good instead of something that made me feel worse. But you know, it is what it is. And my gratitude this for this week is music. I'm so thankful for music. And I say this, um, a week after going to the weekend concert and seriously if y'all ever get the chance to see him you need to because he's such an incredible performer performer and he's the best it's the best concert i've ever been to but i think it's i've been to like a lot of like really great concerts and i like a very wide variety of music and i've seen some i'm very thankful to say that i've seen some of my favorite artists in different genres live but and all of the concerts i've been to have been like their own type of fun if that makes sense but this one was just my favorite because the weekend is so incredible live just like his voice his performa performance and his stage like just presence is everything and i don't know hearing so many songs that i love so much and that i've loved for a long time and like some of the newer songs that i love too live was so incredible and i don't know i've just been such a huge fan of his for like literally for so long I guess it's been, I was trying to think about it last weekend. It's been basically like 10 years. And I mean, there aren't many artists that I can be like, yeah, like I've listened to basically every single one of their albums and know basically every single one of their songs for 10 years. Like that, I can't say for every artist really. And, or any other artist. So it was an incredible time. And I'm just thankful for music. And it's so funny to me because I feel like everybody's really different with music. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm somebody who really like can feel the power of music and like in lyrics and just the way like a song evokes feelings and I feel all of that extremely deeply and it's like always been an escape for me like anytime I've gone through something like really hard in life or if I'm going through like a really great time in life like music makes me feel so much comfort whether it's a really like a good happy time or it's a really really low time music has always been something that I've just like used as an emotional crutch in a way or something that amplifies my emotion even more if it's a good time in my life and it's so funny to me because I feel music so deeply but I definitely have friends who just like don't really care for music you know like they have like their artists that they like and stuff but like they don't care to go to concerts really they don't ever like feel the power of music I feel like and they just kind of like listen to it but they aren't they don't hear it you know what I mean or wait I think I said the backwards they hear it but they don't like listen to it yeah that's what I meant to say and it's just crazy bizarre to me but I mean it's cool it's part of the human experience everyone likes different things and experiences things differently but it's just so funny to me because I I like literally just posted um pictures from the concert like a week late on Instagram today from the concert and um one of the uh videos of my friend savannah she got a clip and she was like recording the opening of the concert and i literally started crying and like (laughs) i was not expecting that but i literally was like overwhelmed with emotion because i think i was just realizing like i am seeing this person that is like i listened to so much of his music through like some very low times in my life like from many years ago from recently and just realizing that like he created all that music i was like and I was literally about to see him live was so overwhelming. And I was also crying because my boyfriend was so sweet. And like, I wanted merch really bad, but I didn't want to miss the opening of the concert because we were like waiting for so long for him to come on. And the line was really long for merch. So we were like, 
we're definitely not waiting in that line and I'm so glad we didn't because I actually ended up having it afterwards which I just didn't think they were so that's why I was like really wanting to get it beforehand and it was just funny because I was it's like five minutes would pass and be like okay if he's not on in five minutes I'm gonna go get in the line and wait but I like would not want to get I like would say that and then I wouldn't get up because I didn't want to miss anything and then finally like the line was basically gone because everybody knew he was probably about to come on and I don't know why I didn't know the exact time he was coming on but I didn't I just knew it'd probably be like an hour ish after the opening act ended and my sweet boyfriend ran and got in line and got me a hoodie and I think like I started crying because I thought that was really sweet but also because I was really overwhelmed um because he knew I like wanted it really badly and I just didn't want to miss the opening but I was like kind of just trying to accept I was like okay I guess I'm gonna walk out of here and not have merch which isn't the end of the world but I really wanted it going into it um so it was just like an overwhelm of emotion and it's so funny because from an outsider's POV I feel like somebody would look at that like me crying at a concert and be like that is so weird like how is music making you cry but then like me on the other hand I'm like how does it not make you cry (laughs) you know what I mean like that's just it's just so funny to me how like us as humans like we all view it differently but obviously like you know somebody may feel that way about one artist and not the other way or that way about another artist and it's just funny because it's all really subjective but it's something that I've never been able to grasp is like how people don't feel it so deeply like just the pure nostalgia of music in and of itself is enough for me to like feel so strongly about some of it but even outside of the nostalgia factor like some of it's just so like I mean it's truly art it is literally art I don't know why I'm literally going on like a 20 minute music tangent right now but do you you guys ever think about that am I the only one like I have friends that like we really connect deeply because of music with and then I have friends that like we probably have never spoke about music before so it's just really funny to me because my friend that we went with last week and like savannah like we're we both like have always like bonded like really deeply over music because we have like very similar music taste and then like i had friends in high school that like we met because of music and it's just beautiful to think about really because a lot of my friendships have maybe not necessarily started that because of music but like they got to a deeper level because we realized we had that in common you know what i mean so I don't know. It's just a beautiful thing to think about when you really sit down and think about it. But let's go ahead. Oh, wait. Can't skip. Wait, did I skip the ground? No, I literally just said the gratitude. That was the whole point of the 20 minute music tangent. Anyways, that wasn't 20 minutes. I haven't even been recording for 20 minutes. I am in a silly, goofy mood. Okay. So let's get into the episode and like the prompts for journaling for a better day, better mood, um, just how to really just set yourself up for a good day and on the right foot. And I don't want to necessarily necessarily say a good day because I'm not saying like if you do this, you're guaranteed to have a good day. We all know that's not true. But if you do this, I am convinced and I will say with confidence that it will help you have a better presence about your day and be more intentional about your day. And we all want a little bit more of that, don't we? So first and foremost, yes, you guessed it. Maybe you didn't guess it, but I'm gonna guess that you guessed it we're gonna start off with gratitude (laughs) but not just any you're probably like abby jesus shut up like gratitude we get it like it makes your day better i know it's annoying to hear it's so annoying to hear but it's so important to practice but i want to say i've like we're taking a different approach to it in this episode with journaling i it's gratitude but making it simple and tangible and how are we making it simple and tangible we are going to tie 
our gratitude, whether we're doing this as a, like you could use these prompts as a meditation. You could use them as journaling prompts. You could use them on your way to work in your car. You could just memorize asking yourself these questions and ask yourself these questions every morning, whatever style you're doing it tight. Like just, just think of this whole prompt or whatever gratitude and tie it to a sense or a feeling. So what I mean by that is a lot of times I think for gratitude with me, I feel like I'm kind of like forcing myself to like rack through my brain and choose something, but it doesn't need to be that way. You know, like I think that the most intentional form of gratitude is when you tie it to something that like one of your five senses or something that you can like truly feel inside of you in that present moment. Because a lot of times I feel like, you know, we have like the sort of what, what, what would you call it? I don't know. Like just the gratitude, the things you choose for gratitude that are just kind of like, oh, I can't think of anything else. I'm grateful for my family and my friends. Like, yeah, you're grateful for them, but that's just kind of like your, oh, I can't think of anything else. So that's what I'm going to write down in my five minute journal today. I know that I would get that way a lot with my five minute journal. And I think the sort of recipe for not being that way about it is to tie your gratitude to a sense or a feeling. So for example, something like think of something you can express gratitude for that you can taste see smell touch hear that kind of thing so those are all tied to your senses so like for me i i'm thinking of okay like i'm grateful for that pretty sunset i saw today like it, it just helps you like really specify things and get more specific and i feel like the more specific you can get about gratitude the more it can work in your favor and the more you're going to naturally have thoughts of gratitude. And that's at least how it is in my experience. When I'm just like choosing the general, like I'm thankful for but the, I don't know, gosh, I, I feel like I always say like family, friends, boyfriend, like dog, like those are like my <laughs> go-to or like a good workout or something, which those are all great things. And I am very grateful for those things. But I feel like when you really sit down and try to get specific, like even more specific about it, like oh, you're grateful for for your family. Well, what about your family are you grateful for? You know, like that kind of thing. It makes it to where it's much more of a conscious effort to be grateful for it instead of just going through the motions with gratitude. And it could also be tied to um, some sort of like a feeling like, you know, think of something that made you feel really happy today. Like, and, you know, okay, what was that? And express gratitude for it. Or maybe something that, made you just feel excited or you are feeling like optimistic or you know whatever it may be and it could even be like a not so great feeling and you could express gratitude for that feeling because maybe it revealed something else that you needed to see so gratitude that is how we're going to start with the gratitude for the prompt or all the prompts but that's the gratitude prompt and that's number one so number two is asking yourself, how can I romanticize my day? So this is something I've talked about a lot in podcasts and I've talked about it on my YouTube channel, but just thinking about your day-to-day routine and the things that you could do to spice up your everyday normalcies. And, you know, maybe you're adding listening to music into doing your chores. Maybe you're lighting candles throughout the day if you work from home just to make the environment feel more cozy and welcoming. Maybe you're calling friends or family every day because you work from home and you just don't speak to anybody all day, so you need a little bit more social activity in your day. Or maybe you're just watching your favorite TV show at night because that's just something that sort of helps you enjoy your day more. Maybe 
you're listening to a podcast while you fold your laundry or do your laundry just whatever it is that you're you're doing on a day-to-day basis just think of the little things that you can do to make those experiences even better and some things are great as is and they're great as they are and you don't need to you know try and make them better or change them in any way but I think there's so many things that we just end up getting in a phase of just going through the motions with and when we really are intentional about like spicing those things up and romanticizing them a bit we start to enjoy them more and I think that that enjoyment is so great because it's just like a small small effort helped you enjoy something that once felt mundane like you normally would dread cooking or doing the dishes but you know you'd listen to your favorite podcast while you're cooking or doing the dishes or you watch your favorite tv show while you're cooking or doing the dishes suddenly that becomes something that you are thankful for because you're glad you got to spend your time doing that because you got to watch that tv show and suddenly it's something you kind of are wanting to do more often because you look forward to that time of getting to watch your favorite tv show you know what i mean so there's so many ways that this can be applied and i mean it could even be your you know commute to work in the morning stopping to grab your favorite coffee like if that's what it is that helps you romanticize your day then like and it's feasible for you to do so then do it um those small little things can really just make the biggest difference in our day-to-day life so i think asking yourself going into the day like in the morning first thing how can i romanticize my day that is like a perfect way to get yourself to be intentional about it and to tell yourself like there's this one thing I have to do today that I normally dread doing. I've been putting it off for months, but how could I do it and make it more enjoyable for myself, basically, is what you're asking yourself. And if you say, how can I romanticize my day? That sounds very vague and it sounds like, wow, like, you know, that could be a million things. But if you really want it to be effective, you know, how can I romanticize my day? You want to pick that one thing you're going to do and apply whatever it is that's going to make that thing romanticized and like better and you're going to stick to it and that's how that makes your day better um and then the next thing is asking yourself what is one thing i will do today and i like saying what is one thing i will do today instead of what is something i need to do because when i am making lists in my head or on a to-do list or if i'm like telling someone what i need to do and I'm saying, I need to do this. I need to do that. Is saying the word need just kind of puts you in that position of lack. Like, you know, like you haven't, go- it makes you feel like you haven't gotten anything done. And it's kind of like creates this feeling of anxiety because you're in that lack headspace. And it creates a lot of pressure. Like the word need in and of itself just really creates a lot of anxiety and pressure for me personally. And I think by saying will, you're empowering yourself by because it like helps you envision you doing the thing and getting it done and what it'll feel like and look like to get that thing done. So I like asking myself, you know, instead of, you know, say I have a couple things that I really need to get done, but like there's one thing that I like absolutely have to do that day instead of saying like I need to do this today, just say I will do this today and just jot that thing down or take mental note of it however you're doing this or um partaking in these prompts but i think saying that one thing you will do today it just takes off a lot of the anxiety that saying like i need to do this i need to do this because i just like instantly feel like feelings of stress when i'm like telling myself i need to do this um and like granted it does help like i do get stuff done by saying i need to do this but i definitely get stuff done even more when i'm like i will do this today 
because you're making that promise and commitment to yourself and it feels like a bigger deal to not do it when you're telling yourself at the beginning of the day, I will do this. So if I sit there and tell myself at the beginning of the day, I need to, um, gosh, let me think of something. I need to go check the mail today. That's really small, but me saying I will go check the mail today. I don't know what it is, but saying I need to go check the mail. I'm just gonna keep pushing it off but when I say I will it's like oh yeah I will do that I'm making that promise to myself so like I have to go do it now because I've promised to myself I'm gonna do that so I'm going to it's just like what Milet says you know like we build confidence by keeping promises to ourselves and something like this is exactly how you can do that by telling yourself you will do something every day that's like one really small way to build a lot of confidence is telling yourself I will do this today and then following through and doing it And I feel like all of the things that I tend to procrastinate, if I tell myself I will do this today instead of I need to do this today, I'm going to end up getting it done. Whereas if I kept just saying I need to do this today, I'm going to keep pushing it off as till as late as I possibly can, basically. So then on the other end of that, the next thing is one thing you're going to ask yourself one thing that you want to do today or say, you know, what is one thing I want to do today? And this just helps you prioritize you and your desires. And it could be something as small as you know watching tv or painting your nails or it could be you know going to a certain workout class or going on a walk calling a friend or starting a new book you know like whatever it is that you feel in your heart in that moment that's like the big important piece of all these prompts is like you are really trying to get in tune with what like your gut soul mind and body is like screaming for in that moment So what do you want to do today? What is that one thing that you want to do? And then tell yourself that you will do it. So you want to prioritize yourself because I think that this helps us bring us back into making sure we're filling up our own cup, which I think a lot of us get bad about doing this. We really, I feel like I struggled with it a lot in college, but it gets even worse post-grad, I feel like in ways. And you just really have to start being a little bit selfish with your time in a way because it's so easy to just pour from your cup like all day long like there will always be something you can do for someone else or some way you can help someone else out and that's great and it's great to do those things but at the end of the day if you're doing all of that but you're never taking time to pour back into your own cup and to really like fill yourself back up it's just going to end up draining you and depleting you and you don't want that because you want to be your best self when you're you know doing those things for other people and socializing and being around other people but you're not gonna be if you're never pouring back into yourself so this is a really great way to just make sure you're at least doing one thing every day for yourself that you know you will thank yourself for and that you will be glad you did because it's a way that you are investing in yourself with your time or your money or whatever resource it may be but you know you are committing to doing something just for you that day and that is so important especially for those of us that really struggle with people pleasing and just really struggle with prioritizing ourselves and making sure we're filling up our own cup at the end of the day and then the last thing is one thing to take care of the past present and future me so maybe do you need to forgive yourself for something you just can't let go of kind of like i was talking about in the quote today like with forgiving yourself Or maybe you need to just work on giving yourself a little bit more grace for a mistake you made. That can be like what you think of when you're thinking of one thing to take care of your past self. Um, 
And then, for example, you know, reading or affirmations, um, talking it out with someone or journaling, those are all ways to take care of your past self because you're working through, I mean, this is like purely an emotional example. I feel like, you know, needing to forgive yourself or needing to work through, you know, heartbreak or needing to work through something like that, that could be taken care of like your past self, or maybe your current self is going through that, but the event happened in the past or something. And, you know, doing things like reading things that help you and like affirming certain things and, you know, having discussions with someone and journaling, those are all really great ways to take care of past feelings that keep resurfacing because you haven't taken care of them. So think of ways that you can take care of your past self. um, And those are all really great ways to do so. And then for your present self, um, what do you feel you need right here, right now, like today? do you need more rest? Do you need to get some energy out? Do you need, do you feel like you need to be a little bit more social? Do you feel like you need to sit at home and have a night with yourself? Do you, what, what is it that you can do today? That's going to, you know, take care of you and how you're feeling today right here in this moment. And thinking of that and just really think of any small little thing. Like it could be the smallest thing ever. Um, it doesn't have to be this like long laundry list or to-do list when I'm saying one thing to take care of your past present or future self like just something so small like it and it could literally be something like telling yourself like I am capable of getting through today and you know conquering today like it could be literally something as simple as telling yourself that to take care of your past or present or future self and I just think that a lot of times we really dress these situations up and we think that we need to do all these extravagant things to take care of ourselves but sometimes it's really just like the smallest simplest things that we can do that take little to no time and effort that really help us to take care of ourselves whether it's our past version of us or present version of us or a future version of us and then for our future self you know like is there anything you can do today that your future self would thank you for maybe getting ahead on studying so you don't have as much of a load next week because you have a lot of homework next week or maybe it's scheduling an appointment so you don't have to worry about it later on or maybe it's just folding some laundry or doing some chores so that you don't have to do them over the weekend it could be as big or as small as you'd like and you can really get so specific with these things and that's what I really like about journaling and like creating prompts and everything is like I feel like the more specific you get with it the more beneficial it is and you'll see just like way more results and feel more from it and I think that taking care of your future self I feel like I often prioritize my future self more but I like thinking of one thing to take care of my past present and future self because instead of that kind of like gets me in a position of straying away from dwelling on a future version of me and it puts me in the position of okay I need to prioritize myself today too like how I'm feeling right now and what I need right now and like what my body mind and soul need right now is just as important if not more important than the future version of me and since I'm somebody who tends to lean so far into future thinking and I tend to always be thinking forward and thinking about what's happening next what I'm going to do next or how can I get ahead on my work like I'm always thinking like that so this type of prompt is something that still helps me keep the future in mind because I don't want to completely neglect it because that's when I start to feel like I'm not comfortable that like makes me uncomfortable to like completely neglect my future and to not think about it at all so I'm still you know 
thinking of it and I'm still prioritizing it. I'm still thinking of it, but it's just, I'm making sure I put an emphasis on my past and present self as well and how I can take care of them because it's just as important. And I, you know, I can't even get to the future version of me without taking care of the present version of me. You know what I mean? And like thinking of what the present version of me needs. So it's really important to do so. And that is actually all of the prompts. I like really hate when journaling is really like long-winded and just a lot of like prompts. And that's just me personally. And that's because I don't like to do things that take a lot of time usually. So, um, I know it's not a lot, but I think that they're the most effective things possible that I could ask myself and get the most out of, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like there's a lot of different ways you can journal, but I feel like this one's really great for just a day-to-day thing that you can literally use every single day, but still get a lot out of it each day. So just as a recap, number one, Practice gratitude, but make it simple and tangible by tying it to a sense or feeling. Number two, asking yourself, how can I romanticize my day? And getting really specific there too. Number three, what is one thing I will do today instead of what do I need to do today? Number four, what is one thing I want to do today? And number five, what is one thing I can do to take care of my past self, my present self, and my future self? And you can be as intricate in the details as you want to be. You can be as low effort as you want to be. You can be as high maintenance as you want to be. You do you with us. And I really hope that it helps you all and helps you all just start your day on a great note and start your mental and emotional health off on a great note and just really helps you prioritize it a lot. And since that's something I feel like I'm struggling with a lot lately, I really wanted to put an emphasis on that um with creating these prompts and i really hope that they help you all out but that's all i have for you all this week and thank you so so much for listening and be sure to follow in bloom podcast on instagram it's just at in bloom podcast and follow me as well if, if you want to and if you've been listening to the episodes and you've been hearing me talk about um moving and if you want to see any of like that process like going to open houses touring places and just hearing about that process definitely check out my youtube channel because i'm going to be sharing a lot of that in detail and like showing a lot of that so definitely check that out and subscribe over there but i love you all thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you all next monday and i hope you have a great week when you're listening to this